Welcome to Served Neat. I'm your host, Jen Hartman. I am wildly obsessed with marketing, sales, business, and the bottom line. I left corporate America with $3,000 in my bank account and a dream of becoming a successful entrepreneur. In the last two years, I grew my marketing consultancy to multiple six figures, worked with over 160 CEOs, and even started my very own fashion brand. In this podcast, I'll be serving up my best kept secrets to help you grow and scale your business. Each week, you'll hear from myself along with other entrepreneurs. You'll learn about what it actually takes to grow a brand, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Pour yourself a glass of bourbon and get ready to take notes because it is time to dive into this week's episode. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Served Neat. I am so excited to dive into today's episode because we are talking about money, honey. We're going to talk about how Neat doubled its revenue in 2022. What's crazy is I literally had no idea that we doubled our revenue until our CPA sent over our PL and I saw that we had a really great year. And I guess one of the reasons why I was shocked at how good of a year we had is because on a personal level, I did not have a good year, not to be like negative for a second. Well, I am going to be negative for a second behind the scenes. I really, I really struggled. And I've talked about this on other podcasts, but between mental health and being diagnosed with depression shortly after my 28th birthday, trying to adjust to an SSRI. It like killed my entire summer, guys. It was a tough summer. Struggled with relationships and hiring team members, prepping for my wedding, low cash funds. The business did well, even though I wasn't doing well. So again, like I was just really shocked to see that Neat had a good year because in previous years, our business success always had to do with my success on a personal level. Like if I felt good, the business is doing good. If I didn't feel good, the business did not do well, (laughs) but 2022 was just a different animal. And I want to tell you a bit more about how we're able to double our revenue, even though I was not doing well on a personal level, which by the way, guys, I'm perfectly fine now. (laughs) I'm doing okay. I'm in a really good place, but let's get into it. So first up, I've talked about this before, but hiring was such a game changer Solopreneurship is exhausting and quite frankly, not sustainable, especially if you are trying to scale your business. You just can't do everything yourself. And I figured that out really fast. So one of the biggest hires that we made last year, that I made last year that I want to talk about is our COO. Our COO, Lauren, is truly a rock star, and she has replaced me from an ops perspective. So she does all the hiring for team members, all the new team member onboarding and training. She manages the team. She manages our systems and client success as well. Our COO helped us to make money, save money, and eliminate hours of time in the process. She built our current team from the ground up, and I just love our team so much. I tell Lauren almost every day how much I just really love and appreciate the team we have in place right now. I recently saw a post warning business owners about how much work is involved in growing an agency and how 
as a CEO of an agency, you're going to be hiring and firing and doing all the client work and doing all the sales. And that's not what it's like to grow an agency at all. If you hire the right people, if that's your experience, that's not an agency, you're a solopreneur, you're a social media manager, you're a paid ads manager, you're a solopreneur, you're not a CEO. So if you really want to do things the right way and you want to grow an agency without having to put in more hours and more work, you hire the right team members to start to replace you. You, the founder, you don't have to do it all. Trust me, you can take a step back. I'll probably do a whole other episode about hiring team members because it's something I get quite a few questions about. I also stepped away from sales last summer. I'm like an okay salesperson, but I'm definitely not the best. And I know that my energy as a CEO, as a founder is better used on strategy and not being on sales calls. So we hired a business development specialist who was doing lead gen and she was getting on sales calls and she was amazing, but she has since moved on to bigger and better things. We're still close. She's amazing. But we decided after she left that we were going to split this role into two parts, a setter and a closer. So I'm temporarily back in the role of a closer, but I hope that by this time next week, we officially have a brand new closer and I can step back from the role. I'm just not a closer guys. I'm not, a, I'm not a closer. <laughs> when it comes to hiring, it's really important to hire for what you're not good at and what you're not passionate about. If you don't like sales, hire a salesperson. I actually would say, and I know there's some people who disagree with me when you're building an agency, one of the first roles you should hire for is sales because that role has a direct impact on the bottom line of your business. So when you have a great salesperson, you bring in revenue to the business and you can use what you're making from that role to hire other positions. You can hire someone to manage your content, your email marketing. You can have someone come in and help with project management and even client success, but you need the money in order to justify those other hires. So sometimes when you're building an agency, having that salesperson can make a really big difference in your success and growth. The other thing I want to touch on that made a massive difference in our revenue from 2022 is I completely overhauled my schedule. I used to take calls any day, anytime, all day. All night. I would just happily fill up my day with meetings. While this works for some people, it did not work for me. And I did it for years. This is what led to anxiety and depression and burnout. And I felt really capped, not only for our income as a business, but for my time and my creative energy. I was not the best version of myself when I operated the business in this way. So starting in June last summer, I did not take meetings until 11 a.m. It allowed me to sleep in and not set an alarm. And I could really just slow down my mornings and ease into my day instead of setting an alarm and literally waking up in fight or flight. I noticed when I started my day in that way, I was like panicky all day. I just had anxiety and my heart would race and it did not feel good. And I realized that I was in control of my own schedule. I could literally not take meetings until 11. I can sleep in, I can set boundaries around my call times. And so I did. Speaking of call times, I don't take calls on Monday or Friday. Now that doesn't mean I don't work, but usually on Mondays or Fridays, I am catching up on emails. I'm checking the status of some of our contracts. 
I'm checking Monday. I'm just getting a feel for what's going on in the business and not immediately jumping into my week. Sometimes if we have a lighter week, I'll start my weekend a little bit early and I'll just take off on Fridays or Friday afternoons. But I would say Fridays are like my slowest day as I get into the weekend. The other game changer was downtime. I implemented downtime on my phone and I have no notifications for email. I didn't like the way I felt when I would see email notifications pop up throughout the day. It would almost send me into like fight or flight and my heart would start to race and I'd be either like really excited depending on the email or I'd be really upset if it was somebody saying that they didn't want to move forward with us. So I realized that that wasn't healthy. So I immediately just got rid of notifications for email and I felt so much better doing that. And for some people, it might not necessarily be email, but you might notice that Voxer or Slack is really triggering for you. And it's not healthy to feel like that for a while, for years, actually. I thought every entrepreneur was just in fight or flight all the time. And that was like perfectly normal. But it's, even though it's common, that's like not how you should feel. So if you find yourself feeling that way, your body is giving you signs. It's just up to you to listen to those signs and make changes before it leads to burnout or something worse. The last point I want to touch on is we doubled our prices. We raised our prices in September. We were undercharging at night for far too long. I remember being really nervous initially about the price increase, and it took probably a month for me to realize that it was a really good thing that we did. My like initial mindset was, oh my God, who is going to buy from us now? Are people going to think we're too expensive? But in reality, and what I learned over time is your pricing is a reflection of your trust in your service. If you are cheap, then what do you think that says to prospects? If you're expensive and you're charging a higher ticket, that says, I trust in what I do. I believe I can put out results. So we signed more clients when we raised our rates and we got very little pushback on our pricing. I don't think, let me point this out to you. I don't think it makes sense to raise your prices just for funsies. Like there should be a reason behind upping your rates, whether it's the economy or for us, especially, it was because we expanded our team. We had highly qualified team members, more senior level team members who we had to pay for. And we upped our customer service and we improved our client success. So we had to raise our rates to justify the results that we were putting out and the team members that we were bringing on board to support our clients. So real quick, I'm going to go through this one more time. Here are a few ways that really helped us to double our revenue, needs revenue in 2022. First up was hiring. Seriously, hiring the right team members will take your business to completely new heights. And I know it's really scary because team members can be expensive sometimes, but when you are making three times, five times, 10 times what you're paying in team members, that cost can definitely be justified. I overhauled my schedule and I definitely recommend sitting down and figuring out if your schedule is taking away your energy or adding to your energy. Is it taking or giving? And if it's taking, see if there's anything you can give to another team member or maybe take it off your schedule completely. And then raising your rates. Raising your rates can make a really, really big difference. And again, I don't recommend just like raising prices for fun, but 
can you justify a price increase? Because that can bring in a different type of clientele. It shows that you have faith and trust in your services. It can do a lot for your business. Okay, guys, that is it. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Serve Me. If you loved this, take a screenshot, share it to your story, tag me. I will share it with my audience so you can build up your following, meet some new clients that way. If you guys are feeling wild, please rate and review. It means the world to me. Thank you guys. I will catch you guys on next week's episode of Serve Me.